Welcome to Restoration City Church Podcast. We pray you are blessed by this message. I love worship. I really do. That's one of the first things that I learned growing up. And I was saying to uh, my, my children that sometimes it's nice to sing the newer songs. It really is. But when you have come from a little way, you've been on a journey, you grow up singing these songs. And I was saying to, to my children, it's not just the song we sing, but it's the whole experience, the whole memory. I sing this song and I can see myself back as a child in the church, growing up around the folks. And, and here we are, here I am years later 40 50 years later and we're still singing the songs and sensing and feeling the presence of god come on let's give the lord one more clap that we're here we are here and we love him we love him well welcome to 2020 welcome to 2022 It's good that we have crossed over and we are on this side of 2022 and to God be all the glory and to God be all the praise. We hope that you had a good time, wonderful time to spend with your family and your loved one and to create those memories because today is a special day for, for me and for this ministry because it's 20 years since I answered the call to start the ministry and it's on this day 20 years ago that I started Amen I was I was one of these reluctant people you, you, you know you have some people who, who wants to be pastors and they rush for position I was the opposite I saw and he probably is watching I saw what my brothers went through and he was a pastor at a very young age and because it was in our home and we used to sometimes have church in our home so all the church meetings and business meetings and everything I grew up around it and so I saw it and I used to tease my brothers because they were the pastors and the leaders and I would just say why would you do this it's just I, it didn't just make it didn't make sense to me. I saw what they go through, and my brother would just laugh at me and smile at me. I said, "No, but I don't get it. Why would you become a pastor? It's just it's like an unthankful role. I can't see any benefits of it." And he would just smile, just smile. And here I am, twenty years later, doing what I used to laugh at them, and I'm still here doing what God has called me to do. Is it's simply answering the call and and I just want to just to say I'm, I'm grateful for all the people who have supported me along the way because that's really what it is is just simply just wanting to serve God those who know me know that I really don't care what the position is I've served doing the, the PA system I've served doing keyboards, I played the bass, I played the guitar, I played the drums. I really don't care. As long as I'm serving God, it doesn't really matter to me. 
Um, I just love serving God and serving his people. So um, could you put your hands together and bless the Lord for 20 years of us being together. Amen. And for the people who's been on the journey. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for the journey. We thank you for what you've done in bringing us along. I thank you for my family who has supported me along in this journey. I thank you for the church members, the people who have prayed behind the scene, the people who have sent encouragement, people who have come to help to lift up my hands. Father, I want to thank you for every one of them. And now, Father, as we go into your word, I pray that the word will be seasoned for this time and for this year. We pray your blessing upon your word, upon those who will hear. And I pray in Jesus' name that the word will fall on good ground and you will bless us today in Jesus' name. And we say, Amen. Amen. There is a scripture that I will read as this is the year which we call in the year of the overcomer. That's what the Lord gave me was, this is the year of the overcomer. And there is a particular scripture that we've read and you've probably read it. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 13, 1 Corinthians 10 and number 13, it says, there has no temptation. Someone say temptation. Taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted. Someone say tempted. Above all that you are able. But with the temptation also make a way of escape or a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. It is a verse of scripture that I have heard people misquote so many times. I've heard people in their encouragement over the years and I hear it on TV, I hear it in the church where we say God won't put on you more than you can bear and I hear it said so many times because in the church when you grow up around the church we have a lot of cliches that we say but it doesn't make the cliche right because sometimes we don't think about what we're saying to people, we just say it. And we don't actually understand what it's like on the receiving side. When you receive a word, and even though it is done with the best of intentions, people are not trying to be uh, unintentionally unkind, they're trying to be kind, and they want to offer a word of comfort to you. But in their word of comfort, they misquote this verse and tell you that God will not put on you more than what you can bear. Where the actual scripture says there is no temptation that is common 
no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted, not tried, tempted. Because God will sometimes allow things to happen in our lives so that we can get an experience of what it means to be an overcomer. And there are some, some feelings when you're on the other side and you are, are dealing with some heavy stuff. Sometimes it feels as though you are handling more than what you can, you can bear. And God will allow you sometimes to, this is going to mess up your theology and mess up your thinking, but I'm just, I'll, I'll show it to you in scripture. But God will allow you sometimes to suffer more than you can bear. Because the Bible says you won't be tempted. I'm going to mess, mess with you here. But when you're on the receiving side, it feels like, I don't know if anybody else has been in the room, it feels like you've gone through some situation where it feels, I can't bear this. This is more than I can bear. But regardless of the situation, we know that God's grace is sufficient for us. And that God's grace can and will sustain us through hard times. I take this where the Apostle Paul, who has written so much of the New Testament, the Apostle Paul was speaking about his experience when he was in Asia. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 8. And Paul is writing and, and, and he's... Uh, sometimes with us Christians, we don't always express how we really feel. Because we, are, we don't want to be judged as though we are weak. So sometimes we don't actually tell people the truth. So it's very hard to pray for some people because they don't tell you the truth. If you tell me the truth, I can pray with you and I can deal with it. But Paul was very open. He was very canny, very open in terms of his expression. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and, very, and verse number 8, he writes this and he says, For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren. Where am I? Yes. Of our trouble which came to us in Asia. We don't want you to be, we don't want you to, to be ignorant of our experiences, what we had when we was in Asia. Listen to this. That we were burdened beyond measure. He was expressing that we were dealing with some stuff as we were under so much pressure. It was beyond our measure. It means that he felt that what he was going through was beyond his capacity to cope with it. Now you think of us today, we, we don't want people to know these kind of things. We, we hide this. So when people are going into 2020, they're hiding some of these things because they don't want people to know the challenges that they're going through. But Paul puts it in writing for all of us to see. 
some things we might say to one or two close friends, but we don't want the whole church to know. Hang on a second. I feel like I will, I've been pressured and been pressed beyond measure, beyond my capacity to cope with it. He felt that the situation whilst he was in Asia was too big. And it was so big, he could not handle, this is the Apostle Paul, that's why I said it messes with our, our head a little bit. He was saying that what I'm going through, it was a burning beyond measure. And then he goes on to say, it was even above my strength. In other words, he knew that he did not have the strength to deal with the challenges that came to him while he was in Asia. This does not sound like a man of faith. This does not sound like a man of faith, where a man of faith is saying that I feel the situation I am in is greater than my strength. It's hard when a man of God has to say the situation that I'm in is out of my control. I can't control this. This is bigger than me. And a sense of going into a situation, keep my volume up please, of being in a situation where you feel that I am overwhelmed. I said to you before, sometimes, because the Bible says that we are living in perilous times. You're in it. We're not looking for perilous times. You're in it. Perilous means hard times. It means difficult times. And there are going to be times, let's tell the truth, there's going to be times where you're going to feel overwhelmed because you're going from one situation, one challenge, you come out of one challenge, another challenge is waiting for you. You come out of one challenge, another one's waiting for you. And some of these things have a knock-on effect. Some people for, for last year, their businesses were doing fine, but because of the, the COVID situation, their business starts to crumble and they're not making the money that they used to make. But that then has a knock-on effect because the emotional side of dealing with a business, when you're watching your business which you grew with your own hands, starts to crumble and disintegrates in front of your eyes and there's nothing you can do. That sense of hopelessness that this is bigger than me. I can't control this. This is controlling me. And then having to deal with the emotional side, because we, we, we've learned in church how to deal with the spiritual. Oh Lord, have mercy. But they haven't helped us in terms of how we deal with the psychological and the emotional side. So, so for some people, we know how to speak in tongues and all that kind of stuff. But when pressure starts to hit, and then you start to take it out on your family members. Oh, it's gone really quiet. That those who are the closest to you begin to feel the brunt of your frustration. I was guilty of that. The brunt of your frustration because there's a knock-on effect. And then dealing with some people have to go through, through, through relationship breakups because the pressure is too much. They don't know how to deal with this. So not only is their business going under, 
the marriage, their relationships begin to disintegrate. And then what happens when there's no money coming in and the courts now say, we're coming to repossess your property and you don't know where you live. And then you have a Christian who comes to give you an encouragement and says, God won't give you more than you can bear. And you want to, be, you want to slap them. <laughs> you really do. You just want to slap them and says, you don't, if you walked in my shoes, you wouldn't say such stupidness without understanding. Because where I'm, what I'm facing and what I'm dealing with, it's real. Listen to me. Being a Christian is real. We are not in fantasy land. The stuff we go through is real. We're not in la-la land. It's real. And so I, I, I'm talking to real people where Paul was saying this stuff is so real that it was beyond measure. I can't even measure this. I'm handling some stuff that I've never had to deal with before. This stuff I'm dealing with is heavy stuff. And he says it's above strength. I don't even have the strength. I feel so weak. I don't even have the strength to deal with this thing. And he says so that we despair even of life, where he felt that his life in itself, there's so much weight on me that he was saying, I don't even know where, how this is going to turn out. Because this situation, it seems like it's geared to take me out. Are you still here? And the thing is, is when you know that what I'm doing, I'm doing it because I'm in the purpose of God. This is not because I have walked away from God. I'm talking about when you're walking in the purpose of God. And you're doing what you're supposed to do, but you're still facing with challenges that seems to be so hard. And he knew that God had brought him to this place. But it was beyond his control or beyond his capacity to deal with it. And this is where the rubber meets the road. Because that is when you are forced to have to trust God. Is when you get to a point when you look within yourself, you look within the capacity of yourself, you look at the experiences you've gone through, what you know you can handle. And when you weigh it up and you say, this thing is bigger than me, but it's not over yet because I know somebody. I know somebody. And sometimes this situation forces us, if we've never prayed before, it forces us to pray. There's some people who would not come to church Unless they were put in a, a situation where they feel what I'm dealing with is too heavy. And so some situation God would allow. Because he wants us to come back to him. And so some of the pressure is to force us to go to him so that we can trust him. Paul saw that his situation was hopeless. He saw that it was difficult. He saw that it was challenging. But at the same time, we know who he believed and who he was persuaded that God is able. Someone say that when we say God 
is able. And it's important that we must believe and know that God is able, regardless of our situation, that God is able to deliver us, even when we feel that we are completely out of our depth and things are outside of our control. We need to know as we step into 2022 that God is able. The same Paul, when he writes in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 8, he said, we are hard-pressed on all sides. You know what that is? Is when you look in front of you, you got pressure. You look to the right, you got pressure. You look to the left, you got pressure. You look behind to you. And he says, on all sides, we're pressed in on all sides. But hear this, I'm not crushed. Hear what he's saying. It's, we are perplexed but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. In other words, there's always, when I begin to trust in God, there is a way out. And so what I'm, for this year, we're not saying that, I'm not saying to people that it's going to be a plain sailing, it's going to be easy. What I'm saying is that this year is the year of the overcomer. And the overcomer faces the same challenges as everybody else. An overcomer goes through the same things that everybody else goes through, but there's something different. When John began to write in the book of Revelation, in the book of Revelation chapter 2 and in chapter 3, he, he uses this word, he says, to he who overcomes. When you go through in the book of Revelation, you look at verse 7 of chapter 2, verse 11, verse 17, verse 26. He uses the word, he who overcomes. Chapter 3, he writes again, Orville, and he says, he who overcomes. He who overcomes. He who overcomes, which suggests to me that there are some people who come to church who are not overcomers. And it suggests to me that he's saying that there is a choice here that he who overcomes, that there is some onus that's placed upon us. There is some responsibility that's placed upon us that says that you have the potential and the ability to become an overcomer. So, if the choice is down to me, I have a choice to be an overcomer or have a choice not to be an overcomer. So, whatever the challenges of life, let me break that down a bit more. Whatever the challenges of life is, the scripture seems to suggest that the believer has a choice. That there are some people that may not choose to be an overcomer. But it suggests that he who overcomes, that there is a choice that, that I am involved with in terms of making a decision because I want to know how do I become an overcomer? Because you have to ask the question, do you want to be an overcomer? 
And then how do I become an overcomer? Because there's some people who can sit around and complain at the the conditions of everything, complain, 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 complain. And if you're complaining, you're focusing in the wrong place. And then there's those of us who look back through 2021 and we've learned the lessons. And in learning the lessons, we are going to make sure that we are focused For whatever I have to deal with in 2022, I'm going to make a focus, a conscious decision to be focused because I'm determined to be an overcomer. So preachers who are in the pulpit telling people it's going to get better, it's going to get better, it's going to get better. I don't know. Because that goes against scripture. I'm saying if it gets worse... You still have to be focused because this is the year of the overcomer. This is not the year for being a victim. This is the year for being an overcomer. So I've got to get my focus right. Are you here today? The Greek word for overcome is nikeo, which means to overpower, to prevail or to be victorious in difficult circumstances. I say that again. It means to overpower, to prevail, or to be victorious in difficult circumstances that's trying to hold you hostage. The things around us is trying to hold us hostage. But the word means that I'm going to overpower it. It means I'm going to prevail and I'm going to be victorious. Someone say amen. Amen. It means that when a judgment has been passed, as it were in the lower courts, in, in our court system we have the magistrate court, and a decision may be passed in a magistrate court, but you may not be happy with the decision from the magistrate. So therefore, what you can do, you can appeal. And you can go to a higher court, or the high court, or the court of appeal, and say, I want this decision that's been made up against me to be overturned. Now, in the spiritual realm, there are some things which we are guilty of. And quite rightly, there are some things which they have evidence of. There has been some failings in my life in 2021. There have been some mistakes that I've made in 2021. There's been times where I wasn't as strong as I supposed to be or should be. There's been times where I feel overwhelmed, where things are just way over my ability to deal with things. But my circumstances and situation does not have the last say that I can go to a higher court and whatever judgment has been made against me, I can have it overturned. So I can go to the court of appeal or the courts of heaven. And when I go to the courts of heaven, there's going to be declared three things because I determined that I want to be an overcomer. I want that, that seal 
to say I am an overcomer. I do not want to be in 2022 and be a victim. I do not want to go through 2022 being a failure. I can't, I don't want that title hanging over my life. I don't want that title. So I have to go to a higher court. I'm going to the courts of heaven. And I want to establish my legal position. What is my legal position concerning 2022? Are you hearing me? So in, in John chapter, in 1 John chapter 5, verse number 4, when we go to the courts of heaven, and I stand before the courts of heaven, they're going to require three things of me. There's three things that the court of heaven wants to know. And these three things will qualify me to be an overcomer. Are you hearing me? So in 1 John 5 verse 4, the first thing it says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. So in the courts of heaven, the question is asked, have you been born again? Oh Lord, I feel the anointing here. In the courts of heaven, the highest court, the highest court, when a judgment has been made against me to tell me I'm a failure, to tell me I'm not successful, to tell me I'm a loser, in the courts of heaven, when I stand before the courts of heaven, the courts of heaven is going to ask the question, is this person born again? Has Delroy been born again? Have you been born again? Because if you've been born again, oh Lord have mercy. If you've been born again, because there's some people who have not been born again. If you've been born again, you are an overcomer. What it means to the born again means the ability to be able to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Where my life has been changed. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. It's a process. So the question that heaven's going to ask, have you been born again? Have you been baptized? Filled with the Holy Ghost? Then heaven says, that's tick, number one. The second thing it says in this chapter, in verse 1 John 5 verse 4, it says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world. So I'm now doubling up. Is, has this person got faith? That's the second criteria. So the first criteria in the courts of heaven, have you been born again? Yes. Has this person got faith? Because your faith causes you to declare you to be victorious. So the question is, do you have faith? Faith means to trust in God. To believe in him. To believe in Jesus. It means not only to have confidence in him, but it also means 
Have you committed? Because even the devil knows that Jesus exists and God exists. That ain't no big deal. But have you committed? Have you made that step to say, I commit myself to him? If you have not committed yourself to him, that tick is not there. Only those who have committed themselves, who have confidence in, who trust in him, if you have that faith where you trust him, you believe him, you have confidence in him, and you've committed yourself to him, if you could answer that question, then you are an overcomer. That's the second tick. And not only are you an overcomer, you are victorious. Is there anyone in the room? And the third thing the courts of heaven is going to want to know, it says, and whosoever, sorry, whoever believes that Jesus Christ is born, whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Is that the right scripture? No, it isn't. So, for everyone who, who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? Who is the people that's going to overcome the world? Who are the people who's going to be overcomers in 2022? Is the one who believes that Jesus is the son of the living God. If you can answer those three things in the courts of heaven, when the question is asked, are you born again? Do you have faith? And do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? Jesus is the son of the living God. If you can answer yes to those three things, you are automatically, legally an overcomer. It is not based upon your feelings, but it's based upon what is legal. In the, in the legal language of heaven, it doesn't matter about how you feel. Because you may say, well, I don't feel like an overcomer because I'm having to deal with this. I'm having to deal with this. All these things are there. But in the courts of heaven, you are legally declared an overcomer. It is the highest court that takes over judgment of every other courts and declare you legally, you are sealed, you are an overcomer. Is how you walk through that experience. If, if the rain starts to fall and it starts to rain heavy outside here, you have an umbrella. The choice would be, if I don't want to get wet, you take the umbrella, you put the umbrella up, and then you walk outside under the umbrella. And guess what? You won't get wet. You won't get wet because you're under the umbrella. But if you choose, if you choose that you don't want to use the umbrella, the umbrella's there, but you may choose, I'm not going to use my umbrella. Guess what? If you step outside, you're going to get wet. But the choice is yours. 
the choice to be an overcomer it's yours but your legal position your legal position is that you are an overcomer the scripture says in 1 John 4 4 and I've got to finish here you are of God little children and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world he that is in you so in other words I we may have to face difficulties we may have to face challenges we may have to face circumstances that seems overwhelming but our circumstances and situation does not have the final say what the doctor said about me does not have the final say what people say about you is not the final say what the government is decreeing and declaring it is not the final say what heaven says is the most important thing an overcomer is a person who walks in victory and allows the power of God to work in them let me say that again an overcomer is a person who walks in victory victory is never silent let me just let that drop in an overcomer is a person who walks in victory victory is never silent ask Manchester City ask Arsenal ask any football team victory is never silent if I'm an overcomer and I walk in victory I'm never going to be silent the COVID situation may want them to put a mask over our mouth so that we don't declare our victory but I'm still going to declare my victory because it's, it's me allowing the power of God to work in and through me say this with me say I am an overcomer in all the battles and challenges in my life say I will overcome every obstacle that is set before me this year I possess the authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt me as I walk in divine dominion now we're gonna sing it like we're gonna say like like how we would probably how we were singing so the weapons like the weapons <laughs> of my warfare are not carnal or ordinary but they are mighty through God to pull down every satanic stronghold 
that is standing in my way for 2020 I cast down every negative imagination mm, I dismantle every high thing that exalts itself against the revelation revelation knowledge of God in my life I bring into captivity every contrary thought of doubt of discouragement of fear and failure to the obedience of Christ I declare I declare not too loud Ben you're going too loud there I declare that everything that is blocking me from walking in my victory to be removed in the name of Jesus I declare by faith I shall handle every challenge that comes my way in 2022 I shall stand upon the word of God with boldness according to Romans 8 37 says yet in all these things I am more than a conqueror through Christ through God who loves me and has given me the overwhelming victory through Christ Jesus I decree oh come on you're getting tired I decree and I declare that in 2022 there will be no more setbacks I said there will be no more setbacks no more setbacks no more delays no more holdups for my blessing all of my blessings come and say all of my blessings is going to find me in this year without fail now we're going to move this to the next level because I see some people struggling here but I'm going to move it to the next level I prophesy I prophesy that I will leave behind all heaviness and sorrow and this year will be a year of joy this year will be a year of breakthroughs I speak the word of faith over my life I speak the word of faith over this year and I am confident I am confident that God will watch over his words to perform it and bring it to pass I command COVID to pass over 
this year in the name of Jesus I come on sickness to pass over this year in the name of Jesus I come on poverty to pass over in the name of Jesus I command depression you got to go I command discouragement you got to leave me alone I choose I choose to let go of the past so I can embrace my future I leave behind my failures I leave behind my failures I leave behind my mistakes I leave behind my shame and everything that tries to hold me hostage to my past I command it in the name of Jesus let me go let me go in the name of Jesus I prophesy in 2022 I will be strong I will be strong I will be strong and very courageous I will not allow fear I will not allow discouragement to overtake me I will feed upon the Word of God I will feed upon the Word of God and I will have good success Hey! Yes! We pray you're encouraged with the Word of God. For more information about Restoration City Church, please visit us at www.restorationcc.org.uk.